This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. Miranda Wang, a senior studying cell and molecular biology, engineering entrepreneurship, and philosophy, is co-founder and CEO of BioSelection, a startup that uses biology techniques to create a new kind of fish food using plastic waste. She's here today to talk with Knowledge at Wharton High School about her life as an entrepreneur, as well as her involvement with TED. Miranda, thank you for joining us. Thank you. So I just have a few questions about your life as an entrepreneur as well as a speaker. So what sparked your idea to use biotechnology to solve the growing global problem of plastic pollution? And what kind of progress have you made in this area? Right. So this actually started out when I was in high school. Um, I took a trip to, it was a really cool opportunity, I took a trip to a landfill um, summer after my junior year. And I think what really hit me was um, not just that, you know, the landfills are so massive, um, or even just looking at our waste after it's taken out of the household, but looking at really what I call the afterlife of plastics, um, and realizing that plastics are this tremendous proportion of all the waste that we have, and realizing that um, from speaking to the people at the landfill, um, that plastics is the main problem, and it's, it seems to have immutable afterlife. Um, even though the pieces break, they, they disintegrate into smaller and smaller pieces, they never chemically break down. Um, and at that time, as an aspiring science student, uh, I really wanted to see if there are ways to pursue, um, you know, finding solutions for this environmental problem that has a lot of huge social effects um, using science. And there was a unique opportunity to do this um, du during a science competition. So my best friend at the time and now co-founder, she and I actually did this as a research project with um, Professor Dr. Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Altis at the University of British Columbia. Um, and then, you know, this project, um, we ended up competing at the national level and then taking this to speak at the TED conference. Um, and throughout my entire time at TED, uh, at, at Penn, actually, I've actually um, continued working on, on plastic, the, the research for plastic biodegradation, as well as looking at the medical health effects um, of plastic pollution as well. And that's really led to, um, you know, this startup that we founded called BioSelection. Um, this startup was founded last year in May. And the current stage we're at right now is we're kind of in between a seed stage and a Series A. And we're about <clears throat> halfway finished building a genetically modified bacterium that can break down plastics um, about 80 times faster than the, the best known organism. And we currently hold two provisional patents for this technology. Um, and like you said, one of the products downstream of the science is that after the bacteria breaks down the plastic waste, um, because of the chemistry that's, that happens in the cell, the cell is able to do this in a completely non-toxic way. Um, so the cell protein can actually be used to feed fish, and we've demonstrated a 73% mortality rate reduction in salmon fish this past summer through feed trials. Wow, that's amazing. And delving deeper into your appearance on TED, um, that seemed like it was a major influence in your entrepreneurial interest. So can you share with us how you got involved in that and what you've taken away from your experience? Right. So um, it was actually a really serendipitous opportunity to have um, been invited to speak at TED. 
Um, I have to admit that before we were invited to to get involved with that, I actually didn't know very much about the TED conferences. So I was very surprised senior year of high school, this is right after we competed at the science competition, um, that you know I received an email. I was in chemistry class, and then I received an email from the content director of TED inviting me to basically go for an audition event. Um, so that year, it was 20, 2012, and TED was doing a really cool um, multi-city tour. So they visited 13 cities around the world and ha hosted you know, 13 different audition events, and about 300 different speakers from local areas actually went and auditioned. Um, and we were invited for that opportunity, and there was a live audience. Everybody got to vote for their favorite speakers, and from there, we, you know, we were selected to speak at main stage. Um, so, you know, this is definitely a very unconventional, you know, kind of path to to becoming a TED speaker. But um, I think, you know, this experience has really exposed me to a lot of the leading uh, thought thought leaders in this field, um, and has in many ways motivated me to go an unconventional course at Penn and become an entrepreneur. Great. And so how would you say your high school experience shaped your interests in these fields like entrepreneurship, public speaking, environmental protection? Mm -hmm. And do you feel like you had a chosen direction even before you graduated? Uh, graduated from Penn or high school? Or from high school. From high school. Um, now I think about it, definitely yes. Um, in high school, I uh, was actually part of a leadership program. That was kind of like my school's version of a magnet school or an IB. Um, and this program really, you know, got me uh, trained in a lot of skills for public speaking. Um, uh, it gave me a lot of preparation for teamwork and leadership. And now that I think back on it, a lot of these these kind of, uh, you know, skills that I have are actually soft skills I have are developed from a really early, early teenagehood. Um, and also my interest in science, like my, my high school, so I grew up in Vancouver, Canada. Uh, you know, Vancouver is a place where people are very environmentally conscious, and I was always involved in a lot of extracurriculars. Um, like my current co-founder and I were co-presidents of our high school environment club, and we actually built an organic garden from scratch um, in, in the front of our school. And this wouldn't have been, have been possible if we didn't have teachers in high school that supported us. So really all these things, um, you know, led to this combination of interests I have today uh, from a very early stage. So taking that one step further, how has your college experience likewise shaped your interests and helped them to grow and mature? Right. Um, even after I spoke at TED, it was not, it did not, um, it was not obvious to me that, that people can make a living by being doing science entrepreneurship like this was not even though you know there you know there are people running biotechnology companies and biomedical devices companies um, but it's not something I realized I, I think I thought I could do um, especially as someone who is uh, still an undergrad um, and obviously has a long way to go to do some sort of what I thought was like basic research in this area because not that many people are working on plastic pollution and nobody is currently working on a technology to solve the plastic pollution problem. So it really wasn't something I thought was possible until I came to Penn 
um, and then started taking this, uh, you know, my majors in, in molecular biology, my minor, one of my minors is engineer entrepreneurship. So I took classes in both Wharton and also in engineering um, to really learn how to manage high-tech startups. And when I realized this is something you can learn and you can tangibly apply a, an assortment of different skills to, to make your, you know, your vision become a reality and making a high impact for the world. Um, so, you know, Penn has empowered me to do all of these things. And so you spent a lot of time immersed in the entrepreneurial culture here at Penn, as well as working with high-caliber students and adults. So what do you feel defines success, and what characteristics do you value in the people and entrepreneurs that you admire? Uh, that's pretty hard, but um, I think one thing I value a lot um, in people I work with uh, is probably sincerity. Um, I think... I think from the some some people that I, I really look up to, some of our my best mentors, they're the kind of people where the first time you talk to them, you just feel that connection. You you feel like they they are committed to helping you, and they're very genuine about it. Um, there's that level of of trust and rapport that just builds that first minute, and I think every successful person I know has that that certain. I would even call it charisma to have other people be able to trust them um, and to really be able to, you know, behave in a consistent way, follow up and and help people so that um, you can continue building on this relationship. Because I think being in business, especially for someone who's so young like me and so inexperienced, a lot of... Uh, what I'm able to do depends on the relationships that I have and the mentors and the ideas that I'm able to get. So, um, you know, a lot of the things that is talked about in Silicon Valley is paying it forward. So that means, you know, before you go out and reach reach out to someone for help, uh, think about ways that you can do to contribute to this community. Um, and so, you know, it becomes more like everybody's mutually helping each other as opposed to I'm trying to take from this community. Right. And so how would you define success based on your experiences? Um, that's a very difficult thing to, to, <laughs> to make a definition of. Um, but I think success can be, can be you know, really explained in, in many ways. The most important thing to me is people doing what they believe in, uh, despite odds, and having the courage to do that. Because it's, it's difficult, um, especially being... A young person in college, where there the, the culture, you know, especially in the Ivy League, uh, pushes us um, towards certain notions of success. Um, and the minute you know, I realized I didn't want to fit into any of that. You know, I'm in biology, so so obviously I was pushed toward pre med. Um, and pennant general is just a lot of you know stuff hype for Wall Street. When I realized I didn't fit into any of either of these niches. Uh, you know, I, I felt like I needed to redefine my notion of success. And to me, that was doing what I think is right and what I think is going to excite me every single day, despite going against the norm. Great. Thank you so much for being here and yeah, telling us you. about your experiences. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.